Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Richard Matthews. Richard, you are the founder and CEO of Push Button Podcasts and a number of other companies. Uh, you, you've got a lot of business experience. Richard, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. Give us, please do give us an overview of your work, particularly with uh, Push Button Podcasts. Yeah, so Push Button Podcast is a, a full service podcasting agency. We focus on helping small businesses get into the content marketing game, essentially, is what we do. Um, and we make it so that all they have to do is do, uh, we call it push button, you push the start button and the stop button on the recordings and we handle everything else for them. So we do, um, essentially everything from their show notes to their, uh, um, video and audio editing, the publication announcements, derivative content, and essentially make sure that they're, they, they have a leveraged way to create content and get it into their local marketplace, um, for, uh, you know, essentially showing up in Google searches and showing up on all their social platforms on a regular basis without having to hire a whole content team themselves. Yeah. Well, what is the, uh, like, if you wanted to do this internally, how might it be different? So if if you wanted um, to do this, like the work that you replicate. Yeah. The, we have a a couple of clients that used to do it in, in house. uh, (laughs) Um, and generally speaking, you can, um, we can replace, um, anywhere from one to three employees, depending on how, wide their skill set is. Um, generally, you have to have someone who knows how to do audio and video editing. You have to know how to have someone who has, can do graphic design and someone who can do the uh, actual writing portion for you know social media posts and other things. Um, so uh, at the at the minimum, we're replacing like a social media manager um, or working alongside a social media manager and just taking care of the content for them. And at most, if you're doing a really high level of it, um, two or three employees who are doing a lot of uh, content creation. So it, it's a um, it's pretty, pretty good value for the money because we've got all the systems and the staff that are, you know, uh, what would you call it? Uh, highly skilled in each of those categories. So mm-hmm. you don't have to hire them and train them and, and manage all of that yourselves. We just, you can show up and do the thing that you do best, which is provide your expertise and we'll help you get that content out into your marketplace. Yeah. What are the business justifications for starting a podcast in your mind? So I think um, the three, the three things that you should be doing for any sort of podcast or content marketing is um, attention, awareness, and authority. Um, And I call those the three A's, right? So you you need every business today is in what I call the attention business. If you don't have attention, you can't do anything else. um, Right. And that's the, that's sort of the baseline. So showing up in your marketplace um, and showing up with high quality value first content is a great way. It's not the only way, but it's a great way to get attention in your marketplace. Um, and to um, the content that you deliver um, should raise awareness about the problems that you solve and how you solve them. And the authority comes when you actually deliver on that and you actually provide good value in the content that someone has, you know, takes the time to interact with. And so you can build all three of those, the attention, awareness, and authority with a good content marketing strategy. Yeah. How um, would and the you... podcasting is a leveraged way to start that. Yeah. Um in terms of you know setting expectations and so forth, um, 
you know, what, what's the conversation you typically have with a client in terms of like, you know, I'm going to start a podcast and all my wildest dreams are going to come true. How do you kind of, you know, <laughs> how, how do you manage that in a way where so that they're, they're not disappointed, but they're, they're pleased with what they get. So I, I always tell, um, tell your, my clients that, so, you know, I, I mentioned the three A's already. My other one is the three B's, right? So if, if you're, you're looking to increase sales, which is pretty much the reason you would do anything marketing in your business is you want to make more sales in your business and grow revenue. Um, there's three ways to do that. Um, and they'll go back to that first one we talked about, which is audience, right? You want, you need to have an audience to sell to. You can either buy that audience with ads, right? Um, and, you know, we see that all the time, Google ads, Facebook ads, you're buying access to someone else's audience and putting your content in front of them. You can borrow an audience. That's what I'm doing here. I'm borrowing your audience, right? Um, that's that's a form of borrowing someone uh, someone's audience, but JV partnerships, you know, if you were to set up something like, you know, you're a, a chiropractor and you work with a local massage person, you say, hey, every time someone comes in, I can give them a coupon to your stuff and we can have some sort of a JV exchange. That's a type of borrowing someone's audience. And the last one is to build. So buy, borrow, and build. And building your own audience is where having some sort of a platform um, comes in, right? Either a YouTube channel or Facebook Live or a podcast. And I always suggest to my um, my clients that you should do, be doing something in all three of those categories. And the differentiating factor in all three of those is the amount of time it takes to see an ROI, right? So you can, when you buy audience, you can ROI very quickly. You have to go through a testing phase generally to get your data that you, you spend for maybe a month or two buying data. Um, and you can actually build your funnels or build whatever it is and get to ROI fairly quickly because you're just giving money in exchange for access to audience. And the next sort of speed one would be the borrow. And then the longest one is your your build audience. And yeah. it's generally going to take anywhere from 12 to 24 months of regularly putting that into it. But when you do that, the return on it is fantastic, right? I had a client a number of years ago now, it was all the way back in 2015. Um, he was building a YouTube audience and um, he had built his YouTube audience up to, I think about 40,000 people and his podcast audience up to about a thousand listeners on a regular basis. And he came to me and was like, Hey, we want to actually launch that course. And one of the things that I was doing at the time, I still do this a little bit on the side, but I, I help, help clients develop um, courses and, um, and take their expertise and turn it into something they can sell. So we sat down and we spent an afternoon and we, we outlined his entire course and then we recorded it all the second half of the afternoon. And then we launched it to his existing audience that he'd already spent the couple of years developing and building. And we're able to, in a 24 hour period from idea to having a product ready and to getting in front of the audience made over $50,000 in sales in a 24 hour period. And over the course of the next year, turned that into a quarter million dollar a year business because he had an audience already. Right. So mm -hmm. if you put the time and effort into building the audience, you can take the attention and the authority that you build with that audience and turn that into revenue. But it is a yeah. longer term play. Um, and as long as you go into it, knowing that and knowing that you should still be doing something in those other two categories, the buy and the, the borrow while you're building, <laughs> um, then you have the sort of the right expectations of what where it fits into your business. Um, hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you, I'm sure you get clients who are like, okay, sounds great, but the KPI for me is I need to make sure that we're driving up big audience numbers, right? And they're all concerned about the number of listeners and the downloads and so forth. Um, how do you handle that? So my my favorite thing about um, about the way that you build an audience, right? So we're talking about using a podcast as a leveraged way to create content, right? So you have the podcast would be long form. 
your long form content that maybe is going to get released on YouTube and released into the podcast audience and then derivative content for all the social platforms. You'll probably end up building a following on all of those, but your following on say Facebook is going to be different and respond differently than your following on oh, Instagram yeah. and your following on your podcast. So as an example, the client that I just mentioned, um, we had 40,000 people who followed his YouTube channel and about a thousand that followed his podcast audience. And anytime we made an offer to his audience at large, we would see generally anywhere from five to 10 times the revenue from his thousand person a podcast audience than we would from his 40,000 person YouTube audience, because it's a different sort of level of engagement. Um, so the size of the numbers is less important than the quality of the listener, if that makes sense. And I think podcasting because of the intimacy and sort of the way that it gets used and the way that it gets consumed is a very high um, intimacy sort of content. And if you think about it, right, people will take their headphones and they stick it in both of their ears. And then you're like literally talking in their head while they're living their life, whether they're at the gym or cooking or whatever it is they're doing, driving in their car, listening to your podcast. It's a high intimacy sort of content stuff. So uh, I guess in answer to your question, the, the thing that I think is interesting is podcasting particularly is not a big numbers game. Obviously, if you can build a big numbers right? That's always great, right? If you're an entrepreneur on fire kind of guy, or you're a Joe Rogan, that's great. You're going to get a command $150 million buyout from Shopify, but or not Shopify, Spotify. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> the, that's, not, that's not really relevant for most business owners, right? So like I had a, a, a friend of mine who is a chiropractor in my hometown, you mentioned Marietta. Um, all the other chiropractors in town hated him because he had a podcast and everyone in town knew him, right? And so he was really easy. He had his business full all the time, because he was the only only chiropractor in the local area that had a podcast talking about all these things. And everyone was like, well, I want to work with that guy. Right. And so any conversation with any other chiropractor is always like, how do you compare to this guy? Right. <laughs> because he's the one that everyone knows in the local area because he's got a podcast. Um, and his podcast was, you know, it was, it was audio and video. So it was on YouTube and it was on, on the podcasting networks. And he also shared it all over his social media. So like, and just boosted it locally. So pretty much his entire you know, a small little sphere of people. It doesn't cost a lot of money to boost your podcast to a hundred thousand person city. A couple dollars a day is all it takes to do that. And he's the go-to guy in the city because he's doing the content marketing on a regular, on a regular basis. Yeah. I'd like to talk about that part of it a, a little bit more um, because I see that, you know, as an add-on, you're like, Hey, well, you know, we could, we can find some paid traffic opportunities here to, to drive listenership, I think, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah. Um, but if someone does have budget and they're like, yeah, I'd love to build more awareness for the podcast. What ways do you see as maybe being effective and which ways might not be that effective? So I'll, I'll walk you through my, my favorite strategy for content marketing and what we do yeah. with it. Um, so most people, when they buy ads, they're buying ads as a direct response sort of style marketing, right? Where it's yeah. like, hey, here's an ad with an offer and you go to the offer's landing page and you take the person up on the offer, whether that's you know a lead magnet or it's a, uh, um, an inexpensive first product purchase, or maybe it's a, a strategy call to get into a higher ticket purchase. Um, it's a direct response ad to customer takes action. Right. And most businesses run their ads that way. Right. So even if you're looking at like Google ads for, you know, my tooth hurts, you got the ad in Google that says, go there, you know, come into your dentist for, you know, getting a, you know, a, I don't know what you call it in the dental space. I'm going to just call it a quote, right. A quote to get your tooth fixed. <laughs> um, and uh, the way those landing pages generally operate is they're going to see anywhere from five to 10% of traffic that comes into them 
is going to um, ter- turn into a lead. And then the rest of the traffic that raised their hand and in interest saying, yeah, I'm, my tooth hurts and I landed on the page. I clicked on the ad. That's an indication of interest. They just get sort of ignored, right? Because they didn't convert at that point. So they don't have any further marketing that's happening. So what content marketing allows you to do is to continually show up in front of the people who raise their hand with interest and, um, and be there when it's the right time for them to convert. So the strategy that we use is to sort of use that sort of baseline psychology of there are people who are interested in what you're going to buy who aren't going to buy now, but will buy eventually. And so the strategy is um, essentially, it's a three-tiered strategy where you take your content that you're creating, say you create a show every week, like we do on the, our podcast, or I assume you guys, you guys do a daily podcast for, uh, for this one, right? Um, uh, yeah. And in fact, this month as we're, we're, it's twice a day, which is crazy. <laughs> twice a day. So but, that's insane. I mean, yeah. But it just gives you, I mean, there is so much demand uh, for, you know, amazing people you can have conversations with. And it's always, I mean, you know, you just keep showing up in that way and just opportunities are going to come your way if you keep on showing up and and networking at that pace, which is, that's our whole business model. But yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm just like, I'm (laughs) a fan here. (laughs) Yeah. So like the, the twice today is a lot, right. And and a lot of, a lot of uh, local businesses or small businesses or even coaches and consultants, you know, they don't have to keep up that pace to get a lot of the value from it, especially if you add some of the, the advertising stuff that we're talking about. So like we, most of our clients are doing once a week where they have a piece of content coming out. Um, they have a weekly show that comes out. And what you do is you take that weekly show and you boost it to your existing audience. So your existing audience would be like the people who follow you on your Facebook page, Instagram, your YouTube subscribership, the people who visit your website. And technically speaking, you can pixel all of those people. We don't need to get into the details on that. But essentially, you take your existing audience and you run your content um, with boosted ads on your your favorite platforms to your existing audience. And the only purpose of this first level of advertising is to get a baseline level of engagement on each piece of content. So say each week you publish on Monday and then all week you just boost that content to your existing mm-hmm. audience. And you do that for say six weeks. So mm-hmm. every week it's a new piece of content, you publish it. And what you're looking for is out of those six pieces of content that you boosted for those six weeks, you want to find the one that has the best engagement with your existing audience, right? The people who are already buying from you and like you and know you and trust you. Because what we want to do is we want more of those people. And the way that your algorithms on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Google, they all work the same way. They're looking for, um, they're looking at the whole big data stuff and they're really, really good at finding more people who are similar to the ones that are like you, like you, right? And like, so just as an example on Facebook, you can say it's all interest-based. We're like, I want to find women who like electric cars, right? That's a super easy audience. You can like select it on Facebook. What you can't find is you can't find people who are um, particularly interested in like the offer that you have, but you have a group of people who already like your stuff. And what you can do is you can say, hey, I want Facebook, find people who are like my people and they can do that. So you find your, your content and you use their ads to sort of vet the engagement. And say like, hey, content piece number three got two or three times the engagement of the other six pieces of content you tried. And so what you do is you take that one out and you use that as your control on a second level of advertising. And what you do with that, you say, hey, Facebook, here's $50 a day, or you can do it on YouTube or even Pinterest that does all the same type of advertising. Here's $50 a day, go out to the audio, the world. And what I want you to do is find people who will engage with this content. Right. Um, so likes, shares, comments, the same type of engagement level that you're looking at. And you run that at a higher level. And the whole purpose of that is to just build yourself your own interest targeting list that you can run your direct response ads to. So the third tier is 
um, your third tier ad is your direct response ads that you're running now to cold audiences. Now, instead of running your direct response to a cold audience, you're running it to an interested audience that you have run content ads to already. And um, every uh, every week you continue that that low level campaign, the dollar a day campaign to your existing audience. And you're just looking for like a percentage, a percentage uh, of engagement, right? So it's like, say your engagement rate on your control was 20% engagement and you find one that's a 25% engagement content piece. You swip, switch out the second level content for, for that one. You're just constantly trying to beat it with the new content that you're rolling out. Um, like, hey, I, we got a piece of content that's got 40% engagement, which would be insane, by the way. But right, you know, if you if you had a, you know, you're just constantly trying to beat that control and you can switch out that second level of ad. Um, and then your third level is your direct response ads. So you have um, two style of ads there. One of them would be your audience growth ad was like, hey, it looks like Josh, you've been paying attention to our content. Um, did you know you could subscribe to us on YouTube or you subscribe to us here on, on Facebook or whatever um, whatever you're doing? We, we release this content every Monday or twice daily for your in your case. Um, and then you have your direct response that drives people into your sales funnel, whether that's to your sales calls or to your offers or whatever it is, you have the second ones and you're running those ads to a warm audience. What we've found is when you follow a strategy like that, Mm. you can actually take your ad cost where you are running a direct response ad to your cold audiences from your, like the selections that you have available in either YouTube or your lookalike audiences or whatever. And the blended cost between the um, the showing them the content and the direct response can will generally be less than the cost for a cold audience just because you have better responses all the way through. Yeah. Um, so it's a great way to it's a great way to drop your advertising cost of whatever your action is that you're looking for in your business by using content as the front end of your um, of your advertising piece because you're warming people up before you show them your direct response ads with value driven content. I know that's a long answer to a short question. But. <laughs> no, and and the and the nerds among us here, we're we're tracking with you every word of the way. <laughs> uh, when somebody, go, um, Richard, when somebody goes to pushbuttonpodcast.com um, and they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm curious, um, where can you know what would you what would you recommend the path for them to be? Like for I would I would check out the uh, how it works because the. Uh, the how it works section is generally what we talk. I, I actually use that page for our sales calls. Like, here, here's what you do. You do, you show up, provide your expertise. And that's the end of what you do. <laughs> and then we'll do everything else for you. And here's what it looks like. Um, and so that's, that's the first step. And then the second thing, if you want is, is to just hop on and, and we do a demo call with people where you can come in and see our, like our backend platform and the systems that we build. Um, Cause we essentially, we build an entire content marketing system for your business um, with, again, the podcast as the leverage point at the beginning of it. Um, and, you know, that's, it's, it's a great thing to do. Um, and we're actually, we're in the process of building out some training on like how we do some of those things. And that's, mm-hmm. I think like the first piece is just like how to build a studio is up there, but there's going to be like 10 or 15 different pieces that are on that, that, you know, even if you don't need to hire us to do it, it's something that you should be doing in your business. Um, whether you do it personally or you hire people, um, and I, th- I think you sort of believe the same thing, the uh, um, showing up to your market with value-driven content is the future for getting people's mm-hmm. attention. Um, and so you should be doing something in that space, whether or not you work with us or work with Josh or work with you know someone, you should be doing something content-driven in your business um, at this point. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay. Well, again, Richard Matthews, uh, we didn't even get to talk about like your business. Like you're, you are a nomad, a digital nomad, right? With your, with your family. 
Yeah, which is to do yeah, all yeah, your work I'm, from uh, the road, which is a cool story. If you find find Richard's social accounts, you can find all kinds of great content where they talk about, you know, how they run their business from the road and so forth. Um, but again, pushbuttonpodcasts.com. Yeah, this, this is the back bedroom of my RV um, with my little miniature studio I set up in here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very, very nice. Richard Matthews, again, you're the founder and CEO of Push Button Podcast on the web at pushbuttonpodcast.com. Thanks so much, Richard, for joining us. Thanks for having us, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.